Hello, and welcome to the Carb Watch with your friend Andy. And you will see if you're watching this episode that I am surrounded by my best friends, Coca-Cola and Mountain Dew. No, they're not my best friends. I will immediately burn them in a carbon fuel fire after this is done because I will not be participating in drinking in these. Why, might you ask? We're going to talk about some of the ingredients and some of our dear friends, the soft drinks today, and some of our newer, hopefully uh, closer friends, Stevia and Truvia, the sugar alcohols. So we're going to talk a little bit about, A, the carb watches and the difference between the actual carb counts and diet versus real soda, what's actually in those real sodas, and kind of the reasons why. So I have my computer up here, too, because there's a lot of great information that I got from Harvard Health about some of the misnomers about some of these ingredients and some of the things that we can learn about how we're drinking these. The first thing I want us to note in these is that do you gain weight on these? Yes, you do. Diet versus Coke, zero versus Coke, you're going to gain weight. And people have different experience with these. I have a friend who loves Coke Zero because he was drinking 12 Cokes a day and changed to Coke Zero. He drank less Coke Zero and lost some weight with it. So you'll have some variety and anecdotes about how people respond to these. But generally, the diet sodas are going to have a little more sodium. Uh, they're going to have a fake sugar, usually aspartame, which is what's going to be in these two diet sodas, um, as opposed to high fructose corn syrup in the real sodas. And this is actually a switch in the 1980s. Before the 1980s, uh, real sodas had real sugar, cane sugar. You can actually get the there's an authentic type of Coke. Even I feel like the Coke that's in Mexico is more authentic and tastes different because it's made with real sugar. These are made with high fructose corn syrup. Why? Because they're able to derive sugar less expensively. That is the reason. And how does that manifest with us? We're getting chock full of fructose and not glucose. Fructose is what's in high fructose corn syrup. And that derives from fruit is fructose. And humans typically were only eating fruits in season. We weren't eating fruits year round. Now we're drinking very low viscosity, high sugar content fructose corn syrup uh, all year round, which is why we're gaining on gaining weight and holding on to it. So that's an important thing that this is low viscosity. This means that you can drink a ton of calories and a ton of sugar very quickly through your digestive system. That's not a good thing. When you have to work to eat, you eat less of the calories. When you don't have to work to get them, you're going to have more, which is why these sodas are dangerous. So Let's look at what's behind them. So we will go door number one, Diet Coke. Diet Coke was actually meant to be a different drink. It wasn't meant to be the diet version or the low sugar version. It was actually meant to have a different taste than real Coke. So you'll notice too that the big warning sign on here is fetoketonurics. It contains phenylalanine. So these fake sugars, which the fake sugars, I'm going to name some of them right now because it's important for us to know. Artificial sweeteners like Aspartame, which is here in Diet Coke, Neotame, Saccharin, which is sweet and low, which has been around forever, and Sucralose, which is Splenda, and Acylsulfame K, which is Sunnet. And I'm probably mispronouncing that last one, but Aspartame and Sucralose are the ones that we know pretty well. Saccharin's another one, too, that was actually a part of World War One or Two when sugar was uh, unavailable to get. So they ended up making... Uh, 
Uh, Saccharin, no, not World War One. I'm sorry. This is, it goes back further to 1879. Good Lord. It's a coal tar derivative. So that's what you're drinking there. But anyways, so ingredients, carbonated water, caramel color, aspartame, uh, phosphoric acid, potassium, natural flavors, citric acid, and caffeine. You'll notice that this has 70 milligrams of sodium, zero carbs. So is your sugar going to spike from this? No. But the danger from this comes with what it's turning into. It turns into phenylalanine, and then it can turn into methanol. Everybody has always said there's a lot of controversy about whether or not this these Diet Cokes, these fake sugars cause cancer. And they found that these were uh, true in, in animal studies, taking very large, more than the human doses, but realistic doses of fake sugars. But the cancer societies, the American Cancer Association, they have not associated a link. These are FDA approved and approved by the European Drug Association as well. So that's up to you. I I would bear error on the side of caution that drinking less of these is going to be better for you. Methanol is a known carcinogen in the conversion of aspartame to phenylalanine, which is why it has this warning, contains phenylalanine, important for those patients with phenylketonuria, uh, a defect where patients are born with a con congenital condition where they cannot metabolize phenylalanine um, and therefore cannot have phenylalanine-containing foods or products, uh, can then change and convert into methanol, which is a known carcinogen. So that is the idea behind these. What else do we have here? We have Mountain Dew Zero. So this is going to be along the same uh, uh, same ingredients really as Diet Coke, but you'll notice it does contain phenylalanine. It has citric acid, carbonated water, potassium, natural flavors, aspartame. It's always nice to notice where these sugars are. This also has aspartame and sucralose. Sucralose, remember, Splenda, aspartame, sweet and low, or NutraSweet. No, saccharin, sweet and low. NutraSweet or equal is aspartame. So this has two different types of fake sugars and also has yellow five in it for color. So this is what you're drinking. This is gasoline. This is this is not good for you. Is this going to be nutritious? You think of your body as an engine. If you pour this into your car, will your car run? No, it will not. It will die. So that is not what we want. But it is important to notice that this is Mountain Dew, new, zero sugar, uh, zero calories per body, zero calorie Dew. They're, they're misleading you here with that kind of talk. You're getting sugar you're just getting fake sugars which then can turn into phenylalanine and then can turn into methanol and it is known too that these fake types of sugars the artificial sweeteners are 200 times sweeter than natural sugars which is what including table sugar or cane sugar so they use this is how they get away with the calories use less of it to create the taste it's super sweet. So we've got these two down, and now we're going to the real products, the Original Taste Coca-Cola and Mountain Dew. This is the Tennessee Original. It was made here in Johnson City. Good Lord. Um, it says that it only has 290 calories per bottle. Only 240 calories per bottle. Let's go to the ingredients. Um, 
it does actually has a lot of sodium as well. 75 grams of sodium for Coke and 105 grams of sodium uh, for Mountain Dew. We have 77 grams of carbohydrates in this one bottle versus 65 grams of carbohydrates in the Coke bottle. You'll notice that the actual sugar here is carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, caramel color, phosphoric acid, caffeine, and natural flavors. Here in the Mountain Dew side, carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, concentrated orange juice, which is also sugar, citric acid, natural flavors, sodium benzoate to protect freshness, caffeine, sodium citrates, um, erythroid, uh, uh, Erythorbic acid uh, preserves freshness. Okay, yellow five. So really, high fructose corn syrup. Remember, we're not meant to have fruit all year round, especially in a drink form that has a ton of it. So that's why we don't want these. So that's why high fructose corn syrup is bad. Remember, it was made to be less expensive. That's why it's put in here as opposed to real cane sugar. So what do we do? The real thing is, should I have a regular Coke or a Diet Coke? Most will say that you should have a regular Coke over a Diet Coke should you choose one. If you're going to choose one, choose none. Neither of these are going to provide a benefit for you. The only benefit may be having caffeine. I've had a lot of patients say, I don't like tea, I don't like coffee, I get my caffeine from a soda. That is a hard habit to kick. If you think about it, when are people getting these? You're getting these when you're a kid. I remember I had soda all the time as a kid. Thank you, mom, for that. We were surge kids, okay? <laughs> and we went and did the suicides up at the Taco Bell counter where you went to every single, I know you've done that. You go to every single one and push it in until you make a suicide soda where everything's in it. That should literally be the name of that, the suicide soda. You have every type of carbonated drink with fake and real sugars in it. it. It is a suicide pack if you drink that. So you're getting used to your brain reacting to sh fake sugars, which are 200 times sweeter than real sugars, in addition to real sugars constantly throughout the day. The average person, according to this uh, Harvard Health study, drinks at least one to two bottles a day of soda. That doesn't seem like a lot, this one tiny little bottle, but it packs a punch. This Mountain Dew, 77 grams of carbohydrates. A low-carbohydrate diet is 50 to 70 grams per, per day. You've got it with this one soda without any nutrition added to it. Um, so what do we do instead? So we talk a lot about stevia. We talk a lot about Truvia. These are uh, our good sugar substitutes because they don't spike your natural blood glucose because they don't stay in your and they're in the digestive tract for long enough to do so. How does it do that? These are sugar alcohols. So I want you to recognize these names because as you start getting used to reading nutrition labels, you're going to be able to recognize these names and at least know that they're sugars, but sugar alcohols are going to be a, a better choice for us. So this on the Stevita, which is a stevia sweetener package made from the stevia plant is a xylitol. Anything that ends with the uh, uh, pre suffix T-O-L, tall. So you have erythritol, you have isomalt, lactitol, maltitol, mannitol, polyglycitol, sorbitol, xylitol. You'll actually notice a lot of these too that are on sweeteners for gums, sweeteners for toothpaste. Uh, some of it is not good for dogs. So just that's noting. You're supposed to use a dog toothpaste. I know some people brush their dog's teeth. I tried to brush my dog's uh, Todd's teeth forever. He wouldn't let me do it. But 
I believe xylitol is not good for them, but uh, but these are okay for us. So these sugar alcohols are close to sh- uh, sucrose and fructose, or are closer to natural sugars, sucrose and fructose, than the super sweet artificial sweeteners. They pr- supply fewer calories than sucrose, and because they aren't completely absorbed in uh, the GI tract, they 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 we don't get that sugar spike, which is really really great. Uh, so it's an advantage of people with. Um, diabetes and don't contribute to tooth decay. Um, I really, whenever you find the sugar substitutes that people are using within the functional and integrated medicines, they're using the sugar alcohols, still sugar, but it's derived, uh, differently, uh, which, which has fewer calories, fewer blood glucose spikes. So the stevia carbonated drinks, um, are going to have less additives and that's going to be the sugar in it. So I just want you to get used to reading these nutrition labels. Don't be fooled by the front of it. Do your research and look at the back and look at the ingredients. If anything, we should be drinking more water. We're what 70, I think 70% water. You need to replenish what's actually already in there. And it is hard to do. I have a patient right now that is breaking the habit of, um, habitual, um, carbonated drinks. And I believe it might be Mountain Dew. Um, and it's hard for that patient. It's hard for anybody because it becomes an addiction. Addiction is anything that's going to bring a dopamine and a release, a dopamine release around the reward center in our brain. Sugar does that. And so it's not hard to kick this habit. Doing it slowly and tapering off will help headaches and hyper, uh, or what they call rebound headaches from from crashing off of addictions like these, especially if you grew up drinking sodas. Um, and also, too, just trying to find the substitutes. Adding stevia flavor to your water um, will help you drink actual more of the water without the carbonation. Um, and, and I really think that we can make a better we can make better choices. It's but I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, ha, huh, sugarcoat it and say that it's easy. I don't think it's easy. Uh, but you've got it. I had a patient oh God, last week and I hope this patient listens to it because it's a great metaphor. Whenever you make habits, you have to think about it like grass. When you're walking through grass and you make the same way every day up and down, you're going to make a track. The grass is going to be gone. You have a familiar trail to make your way through the path. You've created a path. Now, if you don't walk on that path and find a new path, it's going to be harder to find that path each time. That's how your brain works with all these connections. So you're trying to find that path within the grass, but you can't find it each time. It's so easy to go to that well-worn path you've done every single day, up and down a million times. But eventually, the less you go on that path, the more the grass is going to grow in, and you're going to forget where that path was. That's how your brain works with those neuropathic connections. So you can do it, and if you need help, come see us at Performance Medicine. I will hold your hand. Well, not now. We have to be six feet apart. I will virtually hold your hand, or metaphorically, and we will get you off of these and onto better products. That was a long carb watch, but man, a freaking good one. I'm patting toot, toot, beep, beep. Um, I'm excited. This has been your friend, Andy. Uh, be sure to catch our other podcasts. The mid-level show, our upcoming, my friend, Andy episode. It's going to be the inaugural episode. It is going to be amazing. Uh, we have a five five. That's going to be uh, Wednesday at five, um, where Dr. Rogers takes on five questions from the last patient of the 
day. Yes, yes, I'm getting... That's from management. Thank you so much from the production booth here at Performance Medicine Audio. Um, and so we've got a lot of good information out there for you too. And I'd love to hear from you if you'd like to hear some certain um, topics on the Carb Watch because if you don't want to watch your carbs, I'll watch them for you and I'll tell you about it. So thank you and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.